0: Okay, we're going to bring it home with Chapter 21. So this is like the call to action. Commit, register, write. The moment you take responsibility for everything in your life is the moment you can change anything in your life. It's one of my faves.
1: It's a good quote. Yeah. Decision time. If you are leaning even 51% towards becoming a mortgage agent or mortgage broker after reading this book, just do it. hmm I think that Shia LaBeouf has a great video. Yes. 64 seconds of just
0: do it! Yes. Uh! And if you need, just call Dustin. Maybe Mm -hmm. he'll do that for you.
1: (laughs) That's right. I'll just yell in your ear. Just do it! Register for the course. At the very least, that will be a definitive and meaningful step in your life. You still have months to make the final Mm -hmm. decision. Take the exam Mm -hmm. as well. Too many people register for the course without a plan, They complete the assignments haphazardly, again, without a plan, sort of sporadically here and there. And then realizing that failing to plan is planning to fail, they get cold feet and they never write the final exam. So watch for familiar patterns in your life. Make a decision to break the patterns that are failing you and form some new ones that do not. Keep in mind how you do one thing is how you do everything. Man, I hate that. Mm -hmm. Like I look at the trunk of my car sometimes. I don't have a car anymore. I have a truck. But, okay, yeah, I look in the back of my truck sometimes. Yeah. It's like, no, that's not how the rest of my life looks. Oh. All the stuff, just all this just-in-case stuff that I carry around.
0: Just in case. I'm obsessively tidy. Like, my car probably still smells like new car.
1: Mm, yeah. Well, my living space is reasonably tidy, mm-hmm. but my vehicle, not yeah. so much.
0: Lots of people have that, though. Mm-hmm. I, like, they have a, a place.
1: Yeah. You know? Well, when I had the nice car interior of the car was immaculate but the trunk had all kinds of junk there was a lot of junk in that trunk (laughs) how do you want to be viewed viewed not only by family friends and others but also by yourself likely you would prefer to be viewed as someone who gets things done Mm -hmm. think about it and be an attacker of challenges not a slacker Don't wind up forced to re-register, pay fees a second time, and rewrite all the modules only to get to the exam part where you wind up not writing the exam a second time. What a waste of money, time, and most important of all, a waste of energy. You committed the money, the time, and the energy to reading this book, and for that I thank you truly do. It's my sincere hope that you have a much better idea of whether or not to commit said money, time, and energy to completing the course and entering the world of mortgage brokering, real estate finance. Afraid of failing? Look, at at some point in each and every day, we all are. Every day I have moments. Every day I learn something new by pushing myself a little bit further than I did yesterday. And each day, nearly, each day is just a little bit better than the day before. There's always something new and different happening in the world. But new and different are scary, and so the amygdala, that little almond-sized chunk of our brain, tells us, loudly, that new plus different equals bad. And so most of us turn and run and hide from whatever is new and whatever is different because we want to be safe. Stop doing that. Mm -hmm. This is a multiple-choice exam we are talking about, not a saber-toothed tiger. The exam cannot maul you, at least not physically. So take charge and reread the passage at the start of this book on how to prep for the exam. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You be the saber-toothed tiger that chews through the exam like it's nothing. Commit. There is no try. There is only do or do not. Go get them, tiger.
0: After all, trying is lying.
1: Trying is lying.
0: You're either doing or you're not doing.
1: Ooh, these are like some punchy little ones. Trying is lying.
0: Yeah. I really like that one. I'm trying to get up earlier. What? What do you even mean? Yeah. You either are or you are not. Like, so you're not getting up earlier?
1: Tough talk with Jill.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right? Well, just saying.
1: Like, you make an excellent point, but you make it sounding, like, so sweet and nice. But you're right. Yeah. Like, you really Mm -hmm. can't be trying to do something. You either are or you are not.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's no in between.
1: I think that that's the kind of talk that I used to be... um, a big proponent of, it is kind of uh, the antithesis of our little jingle that we opened this chapter with. And we can play it one more time to wrap the chapter. (laughs) Oh, no, that was the previous chapter. Pardon me. We didn't play it in this one.
0: Um, I'm
1: still hung up on it because we're recording two chapters back to back. We'll play it one more time. (laughs) Or or maybe not. But it's like so soft and mellow and everything else. And, uh, you know, here we are with a chapter titled like, you know, commit, perform, right? Yeah. Like, just do it. Yeah. You know, and you're, here you are with trying is lying. Like,
0: you know.
1: And then we have that. Yeah, it's okay. We're going to have to work on that jingle. Let's not play it on this one. If you really okay. want to listen to it, you can go back to the previous chapter. Yeah,
0: it's there. All its glory.
1: That's right. Well, you know what? Why don't we just read into the conclusion right now? Because yeah. that was a final chapter. Yeah. Let's just do it as one episode okay. here. Yeah, and, I like uh, it. Because it was short and sweet.
0: Yeah. The conclusion. The conclusion. So, what's next, Dustin? At the end of the day, let there be no excuses, no explanations, and no regrets.
1: You may, conclu- <clears throat> you may have concluded that this mortgage business seems difficult. It is. And that the distinct possibility exists of a significant struggle during the first 6 to 18 months at least. Mm-hmm. True story. And that such a career in a commission income space may not be the best fit for you. It may not be. That's partially because the content in this book is meant to strip away the sugarcoating of, oh, you'll earn a 1% commission Mm. and give you some pause, give you a reality check, because the reality checks come fast and furious in this business during the first few years. The commission checks, uh, they come at you a lot slower. (laughs) Yep. I thought that was a pretty good
0: little bit. Yeah, it's good.
1: And so if this $20 book has been enough to give you pause, I've not only saved you the thousand dollar or so course fee, I've helped you bypass what may have been one of the all-time most stressful years or more of your life, avoiding an emotional and financial roller coaster of an experience—an experience that drives between 85 and 95 percent, depending on the region in the country, out of the business inside the first two years. By the way, I feel like I need to rewrite this because it was there was a couple I sentences, I, I, I. And really, this is you and I recording this, so we. So hopefully, Jill has scared you as well.
0: Hopefully, yeah. my <laughs> big, burly, saber-toothed tiger warning has yeah. scared you a little bit.
1: Risking one or two years of your earning life, years that could have been better invested in other activities, is not a decision to make lightly. Either way, I hope that you build a new contact card for every single person who ever calls or emails you again. The adoption of this single habit, wherever life takes you, will have made this book worthwhile. It's a game changer in just about any business you find yourself in. On the other hand, if you've decided that the mortgage math, mortgage path, pardon me, is the path for you, then I look forward to meeting you again in volume 2 of this series. And volume two focuses on files one through 100 as a brand new broker, a series of stories containing some big wins, some big mistakes, additional habits to build, the tactics and strategies of application processing, key strategies for building client and referral source relationships, and choosing the right sources of business and avoiding the wrong ones, among many, many other things. Mm -hmm. That book was 75,000 words. This one was 50. Mm -hmm. So it's even more of a beast.
0: Yeah, it's a beast.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And most important, running a client's file all the way from the start across the finish line. 2008-2009, my first 12 months as a broker, could be called the iceberg year. On the surface, I was a shiny, happy, top-producing broker, closing files, achieving various milestones, outperforming industry expectations. All the while, very few knew what lay beneath the surface of that facade. Because it was a facade. None of my colleagues understood my true financial situation at that time. Look, each of us has our challenges at various times. You know, we may have challenges ourselves right now. Sure. I don't think we look like we do. Iceberg. (laughs) Everything's shiny and happy. But it's how we weather these times that defines our character. The prospect of extricating myself from the financial predicament that I was in spurred me to jump into the business with both feet and not look back. Within a week of earning my broker's license, I left the security of a steady paycheck, a company car, and extended health care benefits. I departed with no severance package, no safety net, just two mountains. A mountain of debt, and most importantly, a mountain of drive. Because, mm. well, yeah... Yeah. I had no choice. Nope. And in volume two, we address the topic of when, and most importantly, how to leave your job smoothly, Mm -hmm. because most people tend to leave it too soon.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's an important, yeah, that's worth jumping to, for sure. It's an important piece of this.
1: Yeah. My, uh, my little bit that I just read there about like, you know, two weeks out, like don't, Mm don't do that. Don't do what I did.
0: No, no. (laughs)
1: Hang on to that regular paycheck a little bit for a little bit. Mm -hmm. One of the valuable lessons learned over the years of working with hundreds of clients is that most of us, if brought a list of our own personal challenges on paper and told that that list belongs to another person, well, heck, we could develop a simple solution for this other person's problems in no time because other people's problems are simple to solve. It's our own that are the real challenge. It's the exact same problem, but do you make it someone else's? It just seems so simple. Yeah. Just do this. Yeah. Yeah.
0: From the outside, it's no emotion attached. It's super simple.
1: Mm-hmm. So simple. We're excellent at coming up with solutions for the problems of others, yet somehow we fail to apply our own advice to our own lives over and over. The clearest personal judgment arrives only when we write down our own challenges on a piece of paper and stare at them for a little while. At least, that might be a me thing, mm-hmm. but... Actually, even just writing them down is hard.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Marinating in them for a while, it's even longer, even tougher. Yeah. <clears throat> and in those moments, if we hear, write down and heed our own words of advice, then things really can start to improve. So yes, listen to the advice of others, but write out your own challenges and aspirations and view them as dispassionately and objectively as you can. Like take a step back mm-hmm. and what would, okay, like if this was someone else's problem, what would I advise them? Mm-hmm. This is all very difficult to, to, to tackle, I'll admit. But it was this realization, really born from preparing a PowerPoint presentation on brokering that led me to write this series of books. Because as I started writing things down and saying, here's how I do things, mm-hmm. because I was going to get up in front of 300 brokers and give this presentation and say, right. here's how I do things, yeah. I realized, whoa, I can't share that. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. That part of my process is really like not... Right. Like yeah. that's broken. I gotta fix that. Yeah. So that's what I'm getting at is, is when you when you write things down or better yet, visualize yourself getting up in front of a, an audience mm-hmm. and saying, Here's how I live my life, here's yeah. how I tackle this, here's how I tackle that
0: mm-hmm.
1: it really changes how you view things.
0: Yeah, once we become like the the teacher, quote unquote, oh. is when things get real. Because yeah. it's like, Oh wow, like I'm not going to teach you to do this. Like, I don't want you to do this. Like, that's not, you know, this is, that part is broken. That part needs fixed. Like,
1: yeah. I mean, really this book is the highlights. This book, it's like Facebook.
0: Yes. This book the is all the stuff reel. I
1: did right. Yeah. Like, yeah. here's the stuff that oh, worked for sure. me. Oh, sure.
0: Yeah, never mind that. Yeah, a
1: bunch of stuff that didn't. Mm-hmm. Actually, I talk about some of that, certainly in volume two.
0: Yeah. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Maybe there's yeah. a book five out there waiting to be published. You <laughs> know what?
1: Volume two's probably got enough of the stories of my G huge has... mistakes that, um,
0: I don't know. That's probably plenty. Yep. Yeah. There's some
1: pretty good mistakes mm-hmm. in that one. So, as I say... It wound up leading me to write this series of books, which is as much about the broker I became in the years following as I was when originally drafted the words. It was, it was only in the act of writing down all my own processes with clients and referral partners that I saw the flaws, the critical weak spots, and was then able to address them. So there's detail, again, in the upcoming book as well, on what converts clients into referral partners and or repeat clients. You will handle your first 50 clients better than I handled mine for reading that book you'll formulate a business plan a simple one page plan and you'll review it daily you learn how to seek out and work with mentors and coaches to efficiently and effectively master social media and other technologies is it true is it useful is it positive Mm -hmm. what are you sharing it for if it's not
0: yeah
1: I will share scripts for locking down complete applications on opening phone calls and scripts for smoothly completing the closing document packages. And I do reinforce the message that your worldview will shape your success or lack thereof. Your outlook on life drives or stalls your business and ultimately your life. That seems like I wrote that six years ago, Mm -hmm. but that seems more timely than ever.
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Like people's mindset right now.
0: Mindset is so huge. It's
1: fascinating. I was going through some broker numbers. So here we are, excuse me, October of 2020. Mm -hmm. And I was going through a number of our brokers' um, results year to date. Mm -hmm. And there's this huge swath of them who have literally closed more volume in the first nine, ten months of Mm -hmm. this year. Nine months really is all we've counted. uh, Than ever before in an entire 12-month year. Yeah. So it's their all-time best year ever. Mm -hmm. And there's still three months Mm -hmm. left in it.
0: Yeah, I'm seeing the same thing.
1: But then. There's ones who are having their worst year ever. Huh. And those are the really interesting conversations. Mm-hmm. And those are people who got a little too sucked into right. the different websites, yep. the yep. news stories, mm-hmm. the what ifs, the uncertainty, and, yeah. and ruminating. Yeah. And they just saw the end of the world coming.
0: And just Yeah. Yep.
1: The end of the world's never coming. <laughs> no. And yeah. even if it does.
0: What could you do about it, Mike?
1: Yeah. I always say, like, you know, what do you want to be one of those people that walks around saying the end is nigh, the end is nigh, the end is nigh? And then, like, where's the upside in being right on that? Right.
0: So I'm just going to stand here until it actually
1: is, no. But then if the world ends, there's there's not even anybody around to pat you on the back and say, oh, hey,
0: Jill, you were right. Thanks for the warning. The
1: world ended. Like, there's no upside. There's no payoff. Mm -hmm. It's like a weird mindset to walk around in. Very bizarre. Whereas if you walk around saying, tomorrow, the sun's going to come up. Yep. Tomorrow, we're all going to still be here. Tomorrow, Mm -hmm. it's going to be better than today. Yep. You're
0: probably right. What's the worst thing? Like yeah. every
1: single person who's ever said that.
0: Guess what happened the next time, day.
1: Like, yeah, like here we are, right? Yeah. No, that's not to say there aren't situations no, and circumstances. but No. Yeah, but. I remember about 10 years ago, I asked my grandmother, she would have been 90-ish at the time. Uh, she was born, I think around 1920. And I asked her, I said, if you had the option of being born again mm-hmm. at the exact same birth date. Yep. Or you could be born today and yeah. start out today in this world of, you know, social media bullying mm-hmm. and, you know, oh, and now the pandemic and yeah, this yeah. and that and all these other yep. things. Um, which would you choose? Mm-hmm. And like, she didn't miss a beat. Like, I mean, she didn't waste a split second. It was like instant yeah. today. Yeah. Today. Yeah. It's like the fastest response from yeah. a 90-year-old ever. Like,
0: sure.
1: Zero hesitation. Yeah. You know?
0: Like, do we want to talk about hardship? <laughs>
1: Right? I mean... Growing up a poor dirt oh farmer's man. daughter uh, I, in the my 1930s. My wife, I quit today. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, I, yeah. I remember my granny telling me that when um, my granddad passed away, I think she said she had, like, a dollar twenty-five to her name. They had a farm, you know, the whole thing. And she was just, like, that's it. Like, that's... And, and I mean... She had sons who took over the farming and she did her thing. And, you know, she, like, when we hear that, it's like, wait, what? A dollar 25. a like dollar 25. And that was, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, go I to go to work now
0: and do things. And,
1: <clears throat> yeah. There, there's, uh, you know, there's so many incredibly challenging stories from yeah. the 20s, 30s, 40s, yeah. all the way through. Sure. And there's still challenging stories today, but how we define poor mm-hmm. and struggling yeah. today yeah. is a lot different than how it was defined a hundred yeah. years ago. I mean, my grandma considered herself just a normal kid and uh, that was, that meant you probably had like eight to 12 siblings, mm-hmm. two or three of which wouldn't make it to 18. Absolutely. Because that's yep. just how that went.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And um, she would tell me about the, uh, the the dances at the town hall. Yes. And she had two sisters, and so and they had one horse. Mm-hmm. So one of the sisters, and they had one dress.
0: Oh, yeah. So
1: yeah. one of the sisters would throw the dress on,
0: yeah.
1: ride into town, mm-hmm. go to the dance for the first third of the dance,
0: Yeah.
1: ride home. This dress came off, goes on the second sister, yeah. so she could then ride into Amazing. town for a part of the dance. Yeah. And then the third sister, like talk about getting the short end of the stick. Totally. Like two girls been dancing in this dress <laughs> yeah. all night long. Yeah. Here you go.
0: Yeah, your turn.
1: Drop that on, and yeah. then ride into town and enjoy the, yeah. last, the last dance type thing. And that's how they did dances. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. We really, really have it quite good right now.
0: Quite good.
1: That was a bit of a digression. That's okay. But it's all about the mindset. Yes. And she had a very positive mindset like her oh, yeah. mother.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, right to the end. And and like I say, I mean, she recognized that today mm-hmm. was way better than 90 years yes. ago. yeah. And tomorrow, probably going to be pretty good too.
0: Yeah. And you can imagine, I mean... Hindsight, of course, like if somebody's born today, not knowing all of that, but imagine if our grandparents could be, you know, in their 40s today. Yeah. What they would be doing differently? <laughs> like, do you think they'd be stressed that their Wi Fi was down, or do you think they'd be, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like,
1: yeah. Yeah. It's like, a if they different.
0: just got transported to, like, I'm sure it would just be like, what are you people doing?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Why you are you worried so about this? Stuff. You have so
0: much. What do you, what? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Why do you have all of these clothes?
0: Yes. For what? When, were you, when are you ever going to wear all of these clothes to a dance?
1: Do you live with 48 people? Yes.
0: <laughs> and you have all these bedrooms.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, yeah. an empty room. How rooms. many
0: children do you have?
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Things have changed, haven't they? Yep. So mindset matters. And I want to build your enthusiasm for the business. And that's, that's what this whole series of books is about ultimately. Okay. The first one's kind of like, this is a real tough business, mm-hmm. but if you're making the commitment, the subsequent books is about building your enthusiasm for the business, tempered with an understanding of you know exactly what you're getting into. This business is difficult, it's demanding, and it's complicated, and it's it's more and more complicated with each passing year. But it's incredibly fulfilling and rewarding. The people we get to work with, our mm-hmm. clients, I mean, some of the impact we are capable of having in people's lives, yep. it's amazing. Yeah, A broker is given opportunities to truly, truly help people. And yes, it can be lucrative as well. That's the beauty of becoming a licensed mortgage agent or broker. The total package of fulfillment and reward for effort expended is there. You can shape this business as you see fit, staking out a comfortable pace or pushing yourself further and further and further. New highs are always being set in this industry. Even as I rewrite these words in November of 2020, this still holds true got a little bit ahead of myself. Mm -hmm. It is till October, but you know, (laughs) by the time this is published, the only limiting factor is you and your mindset. It's my sincere hope that we will meet again in volume two or in the case of this podcast, season two. Yes. And give you a fresh collection of core principles to put into practice. We'll build upon all that has been discussed thus far and enhance it in order to launch your new business quickly while simultaneously building a lasting foundation. The early days, I think I have my farmer reference coming up here. (laughs) You'll appreciate this being a prairie girl. Yep. The early days require a deft mix of both hunting and farming skills. No animals were harmed in the processing of this podcast. Picture a farmer on a tractor putting along through their field, planting seeds for tomorrow, but with a rifle slung over their shoulder to provide food for tonight, should the opportunity pop up. Wow. I.e. a rabbit. (laughs) hold this thought after volume two this will be you there is no happiness except in the realization that we have accomplished something hopefully through the first 20 episodes of this we've accomplished something i think so Uh
0: i feel accomplished
1: i feel like we're getting better with each one i
0: think so I don't know. I mean, <laughs>
1: you, you can let us know.
0: <laughs> I have this piece of hair sticking out. Um, yeah, let the nobody let could the tell people that piece of hair was sticking The out. people speak.
1: Well, we shall see. Yeah. All right.
0: All right. Been a slice. It's I'd high five
1: you it's if I was close enough. But yeah. All we'll right. Do
0: the virtual.
1: Cheers. Cheers. See you again. Everyone.